powered by Clear Vision Development Group. This is Better Than Before with Tony Richards, a business leaders podcast. Each week, we'll provide you with top business insights, fresh perspectives from world-class guests, and the tools you need to lead better than before. And now, here's your host, author and business coach, Tony Richards. Tony Richards here, your executive coach and business coach, and I want to welcome you to today's program. And today's program is brought to you by University Subaru. University Subaru, homegrown and proud of it. I'll be right back on Better Than Before on the C-Suite Radio Network. There's nothing quite like the love of a good dog. At University Subaru, it seems to us they're all good. See special pet-friendly features in the new 2021 Subaru Outback and Forester. It's never been easier to hit the open road with your best friend and to keep them safe with Subaru all-wheel drive. Subaru is dog-tested and dog-approved. Love, it's what makes a Subaru a Subaru and a dog a dog. University Subaru, Columbia, homegrown and proud of it. Are you working twice as hard but enjoying fewer rewards? Maybe you're highly accomplished, but you just can't seem to break through and make the next big move. Or you run a business that has begun to grow stagnant. It doesn't have to stay that way. Even the best leaders have felt as if their careers were spiraling out of control. But that's when they had to lead and lead big. Tony Richards' new book, The Big Idea, 52 Ways to Be a Better Leader Now, will help launch you forward in leadership. Learn how to take charge and lead yourself, lead others, and lead your company. Purchase online today at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our website, clearvisiondevelopment.com. back to better than before this is tony richards and i'm going to talk to you about leading yourself and also i'm going to talk to you about the fear of change if you don't have yourself figured out if you're not doing a good job of leading yourself then you need to leave other people alone leaders lead themselves first the highest level of accountability is through modeling in other words People look at you and your career and your life and your leadership to figure out how to do it that way. And so that's why it's the highest form of accountability. And that's also why you need to make sure to lead yourself as a priority before all other priorities. All great leaders understand that before they can do something great in the world, they need to be true and authentic to themselves. I've told clients many times, don't pray for fewer problems. Pray for greater wisdom. Pray for more immaculate and accurate answers to the problem. Because the higher you go in growth, development, and leadership, the more problems you're going to have, the more complex they're going to be. And you learn along the way through those problems and challenges and mistakes. That is the way you learn and that's the way you grow and that's the way you develop and you increase is by dealing with problems and challenges through wisdom and understanding. And that means you got to spend some time leading yourself. The worst thing you can do 
is fall into a victim mentality and give yourself an out or an excuse because this just drains your personal power. This makes you susceptible to manipulative people and people who have their agenda and not necessarily your agenda. What makes you unique is the fact that you can make some decisions for yourself I always say you're not a tree, for God's sakes. You're not planted in one place and you are helpless. Everything has to come to you. No, you are mobile. You can go where you need to go. You can do what you need to do. Whatever is not working in your outer life is a reflection of something you're struggling with in your inner life. And we need to focus on our inner lives and our inner strengths and playing a better inner game if we want better outer results. And one of those things that we have to deal with is fear. Fear of not being good enough. Fear of not measuring up. I was doing a seminar here a couple of years ago and a CEO was in the audience and all of his executive team members listed their greatest fears and every one of them listed the fear of failure as their number one fear. Later on after the meeting when we debriefed, he was shocked and amazed and dismayed that he had so many top lieutenants in his organization, the top people that were setting direction that had the fear of failure. I coached him to have the opposite. I'm like, thank God you know Thank God we know what to work on. Thank God we can get rid of that fear of failure. We just got to approach it, coach it, work with it, and eliminate it. It's better to know than to not know. And you can fill in the blank. You know, what is your fear? Fear of blank. Fears will always shape your decisions, and your decisions will always shape your destiny and your destination. You take less risk when you're afraid. You don't seize opportunities when you're afraid. You sabotage your relationships. You don't shine as brightly as you could at work when you're afraid. This self-awareness is so incredibly important. Knowing yourself and being able to lead yourself, it causes you to be better at what you do. And as I say at the end of every show, Everything gets better when you get better. It's a gratitude list or gratitude journal is highly useful. I use one and I coach my clients to use one as a daily leadership development ritual. It's a tool that's powerful and effective to combat resistance of all kinds, especially frustration and bad moods that try to attack and immobilize us from becoming our best selves. So this week it's Thanksgiving, so it seems only fitting that I share some thoughts about both the gratitude list and my own personal gratitude journal. Positive psychology research has shown that gratitude is strongly and consistently associated with greater happiness. A simple ritual helps you feel not only more positive, but also improves health, adversity approaches, and building stronger relationships. Now, usually all it takes to become grateful is becoming stopped, right? Just by pausing, getting quiet, and redirecting our thinking, speaking, and emotions toward a more positive direction. 
This tool, the gratitude list, is often the catalyst we need to redirect ourselves because if done correctly, our gratitude list causes us to realize all the wonderful things in life that we possess. Whatever you focus on becomes bigger to you. And by flipping your focus away from bad issues and reapplying your focus or reframing to your gratitude list, your gratitude items become bigger and more important items to you. Whatever you give energy to gets bigger. Now, I'm not saying you need to begin to see the world with the proverbial silver lining. The world's not perfect, nor will it ever be in this life. And at the same time, I promise your gratitude list will help you see the glass more half full than half empty. My list is electronic and stored in the cloud because I want to be able to access that list at any moment, at any time, at any day. You may want to write out your list by hand, and if it makes it more meaningful to you, do it. Mine was originally created by hand, and I've added to it over the years electronically. Today, my gratitude list has over 250 items on it. And typically, I can't review past the first four or five items without becoming very grateful, very humble, and very happy. I update the list every few days and record the date that I last updated it in the heading. I think you get the idea behind the gratitude list, right? It's a perfect week right now as Thanksgiving is upon us to build this powerful tool for yourself by starting to list the things that you're grateful for. Be a grateful giver in everything you do and participate in this week. Now, I also want to tell you that your words are important and powerful. They carry creative power in them. We always need to handle our words just like we'd handle any kind of tool, with intention and with care. They create a lot of joy or they can do a lot of harm. And we need to always be telling people how we feel about them. Besides the fact that people like to know where they stand with you, everyone likes to feel loved and appreciated. Sometimes we struggle with the appropriate words to say to folks to let them know how much they and their actions contribute to the cause and effect of our happiness and how much that person really means to us. We've got some connection strategies and tactics to share with you today, as well as some recent tweets that I've tweeted, along with some thoughts on each one of them. Here's the first one. Human beings are social creatures. We tend to adopt characteristics of those around us. Be careful about the goals, beliefs, feelings, and attitudes of those around you. They often determine what is normal for you if you allow it. And so... This tweet is all about who you surround yourself with, right? And so I've recently done an entire blog article about the people you surround yourself with determine your success. And you can get that at our website, clearvisiondevelopment.com. And it's just the old adage that your mom used to tell you and your dad used to tell you that you got to be careful who your friends are and you got to be careful who you hang out with and you got to be careful what gang or what group you fall into. And that's just really true in business and in life. Life. Jim Rohn famously said, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Because again, in my tweet, I said, human beings are social creatures. We adopt, we take on, we absorb characteristics of people around us. And a lot of times we think people are cool or we admire them or we like the way that they behave or whatever. And we want to be like that. And 
that's not always the best thing for us, right? Sometimes we can do too much of that. Instead of being our own authentic selves, we mold and shape ourselves around people who maybe we shouldn't. Or maybe the opposite is true for you, that you've always been around a good group of people who are going the direction you want to go in. And so you just got to be careful the circle that you choose and the friends that you want to hang out with because again the goals beliefs feelings and attitudes of those around you we determine the normal you know we get to the normal place normalcy is what it's called in psychology so you got to be careful what you allow and who you allow in your circle here's another one good habits make time your ally and bad habits make time your enemy so you know that's a pretty simple one that's pretty easily understood when you have the habits that are productive then time's on your side and time you're going the right direction and you're in flow with time but when you have bad habits i mean you ever know those people that are constantly late or maybe they're constantly not bringing the work in on time or they're not getting the project done on time or whatever a lot of times if you go back it's because they have good habits or bad habits here's the next one commitment to process continues your progress and so a lot of times people fight having a process because here's what's going on they're trying to fill an uncertainty need and so people have various needs some people have certainty needs. They need to know for sure how things are going to turn out. And so they develop processes to make sure that that is the roadmap that always leads them to the result that they want. And then some people have uncertainty needs and they're trying to fill their needs with a thrill a minute, right? It's why they go to amusement parks and ride the, nobody with a high certainty need goes and gets a need met at the amusement park by riding a roller coaster right because in the back of their mind they're thinking oh we don't know exactly what's going to happen on this ride you know and that fills their uncertainty need but in work and career and productivity that works against you because if a good process is in place and you work the process you can make it so that your outcomes are very highly predictable and process actually makes you free I've heard that argument where it's like, well, I just want my freedom. I don't want to be boxed in by a process. Well, the opposite is actually true. The process actually gives you more freedom if you don't have the process. And if you can color anything you wanted to color with an unimaginable and unlimited amount of crayons, you're going to have a hard time picking what to draw and what color to choose. But if you have a process that frees you from all that uncertainty and indecision. If you're thinking about hiring an executive coach, here are some things that are important to me as a coach, and I thought I'd share them with you. That way you might know what to look for when you're thinking about hiring a coach. Number one, an accountability partner. They really have an importance toward reading. They have an emphasis on reading. And I can't count on my fingers the number of clients i've had where this was really a struggle but eventually it turned out they really enjoyed it later on it was hard to get them going but once they got going they really enjoyed reading because if you're not willing to step up your learning you're not willing to step up your reading game then a great coach is going to frustrate the heck out of you because that coach if they're any good at all 
they're constantly learning and they're constantly going to be telling you about new things they've learned or seen or read. A great coach will always be encouraging you to have a reading plan and to learn more. Number two, coaches don't need to be well-versed in your industry. If he's a great coach or she's a great coach, they don't really need to know a lot about your specific, what it is that you do, the industry you're in. They don't need to know a lot about home building or roofing or the oil business or dentistry or accounting. That's not what they need to know. What they do need, though, is they need to have experience and track records of success. So if they functioned as an upper level executive and had a long track record of success in an organization, well, they know what they're doing then. And they can be supportive of you. At the same time, though, they can tell you the truth about what they're seeing. A great coach can spot areas of growth for you, what your blind spots are, and they can encourage you and inspire you to be more and perform more than even you thought you could. I always do that. And I don't know anything about banking. Number three, coaches typically have frameworks and methodologies that can help you and your company, but you want to hire a great coach first and don't worry about the methodology. Imagine you're going in for surgery. This is an example I use all the time because people do try to do this to me. They do try to tell me what methodology they want me to use or what kind of assessment tool. And they've had an assessment tool in the past. And do I use that one? And could I use that one instead of the one I use? No, no, no. If you want Tiger Woods to play in your golf tournament, you don't tell him what clubs to bring. If you want to go in for brain surgery, you don't stop the doctor in the hallway and say, by the way, doc, what kind of scalpel are you going to use? What brand stethoscope do you have? Or who makes your x-ray machine? You wouldn't even think about doing that. But you want to make sure you've got a great doctor, a great surgeon. You want to make sure you've got a great golfer like Tiger Woods. What do you care what clubs he brings in his bag? And so a lot of people try to step in and do the coach's job. And those coaches that try to be all things to all people, they end up being nothing to no one. So coaches will always, if they're really good, they will always be looking at new concepts and different ways of doing things. Start with the coach first, tools second, or maybe not at all. Number four, a great coach is going to help you get to much higher levels of financial return. So don't get all caught up in what a coach costs, right? Great ones pay for themselves four and five times over during the length of the assignment. What's the cost of not having a coach? That's what I'd like to know. A great coach is going to put you on a growth trajectory for your company that will more than pay and actually return money to you many times over. Number five, getting people to work together and breaking down silos in your organization should be a necessary skill of a great coach. If you've been used to getting consensus, then you're doing it wrong because consensus dumbs down all your participants and does not help you get to the best option. You're just forcing people to agree, even if they're in begrudging compliance. You need great people to work with and you need a great coach to help you have a lively debate and get to the best ideas. You want deep, healthy debate and deep, healthy arguing. And once all sides have been considered and presented, then you need to be the leader who will choose the best option that has been presented. And many times a coach can help you do that. 
Number six, great coaches can lead the strategic planning process. And quite often you need someone who is outside the organization to be the leader of that process. The great coach can help the teams establish and maintain a communication rhythm. The flow and rhythm inside a company is so vitally important and every organization has a rhythm, whether they know it or they don't know it, but it needs to be diagnosed, it needs to be examined, and then nine times out of ten, it probably needs to be fixed. And finally, what do you need to look for when you're looking for a great coach? Well, besides those six things I just told you, what value adds would you expect from the coach that you're going to hire? In other words, where's your pain point? Where are you stuck? How do you need to get unstuck and how you need to relieve that pain and push back those limits? You need to hire the coach that can help you do that. Stand by. I will have more for you next on our show, Better Than Before, on the C-Suite Radio Network. There's nothing quite like the love of a good dog. At University Subaru, it seems to us they're all good. See special pet-friendly features in the new 2021 Subaru Outback and Forester. It's never been easier to hit the open road with your best friend and to keep them safe with Subaru all-wheel drive. Subaru is dog-tested and dog-approved. Love, it's what makes a Subaru a Subaru and a dog a dog. University Subaru, Columbia, homegrown and proud of it. Receive weekly coaching tips from Tony Richards, delivered straight to your inbox. Whether you're a CEO or an entrepreneur, Tony can help you reach your goals and give you a competitive edge within your industry. Tony's Monday Morning Coaching Memo covers topics ranging from leadership development to teamwork to company culture and more. Text the word leadership to 38470 to sign up for Tony's Monday Morning Coaching Memo or sign up online at clearvisiondevelopment.com. Welcome back to Better Than Before. I'm Tony Richards. I want to close out today's show with five quick quotes that I want to share with you today. Number one, managers who always promise to make the numbers will at some point be tempted to make up the numbers. Warren Buffett. Number two, nothing great has ever been achieved without enthusiasm. Ralph Waldo Emerson. Number three, you cannot teach a person anything. You can only help them discover it within themselves. Galileo Galilei. Number four, honesty is the first chapter in the book of wisdom. Thomas Jefferson. And number five, the formulation of the problem is often more essential than its solution. Albert Einstein. That's our program today. Better Than Before is sponsored by University Subaru. University Subaru, homegrown and proud of it. Special thanks, as always, to our producer, Tessa Hall, who puts this show together. And you can follow me on Twitter at Tony Richards 4. You can come over and join my free Facebook page, Tony Richards Speaker, Author, Coach. And you can connect with me on LinkedIn at Tony Richards 4. Until we visit again next week, I'm Tony Richards reminding you that everything gets better when you get better. Thank you for listening to Better Than Before with Tony Richards, a business leaders podcast powered by Clear Vision Development Group. 
For more resources from Tony, visit clearvisiondevelopment.com. Join us next time for another episode of Better Than Before with Tony Richards. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.